Hi! Welcome to Obsessions of a Millennial Drama Queen, where every week a guest and I work our way through the alphabet talking about things we are obsessed with. I'm Adam Dalton-Blake, and this week my friend Kevin Fong and I are talking about how M is for Marvel. We chatted about our Marvel crushes, Whoopi Goldberg in the MCU, and even get into a Marvel vs. DC debate. Make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at omdqpod, that's omdqpod, and let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. Also, feel free to leave us a rating and review on anywhere you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. Enjoy the show! Hi Kevin, how you doing? Hi Adam, I'm doing marvelous today. Oh, look at you already. <laughs> we're start- this is how we're starting. Good, good. I hope it's how we start, how we continue to go, and eventually how we'll all end. Of course. Of course. Um, so before we dive into Marvel, which I know we are both very well-versed in, I always like to um, talk about how uh, me and my guests know each other. And you and I met, I feel like, in a very like stereotypically fancy LA way. Oh, the most. And, yeah. and like also not... It's also one of those like new hipster kind of ways because we met in downtown yeah. Los Angeles at an event, yeah. at a VIP event that you needed to show your ID for, and I was like, "Oh, it's one of those." Yeah, it was like a like a like a for Spotify um, because people in this uh, podcast know that um, I'm working with Spotify um, for like this like uh, podcast incubatory program. Um, they had like a little end of program like happy hour, and I was so intimidated because. Um, I like to talk to people, but like initiating that first step is always really hard. And you were so nice. You complimented my shoes. And I was like, oh, we're in. We're in. Here we go. Yes. I feel a nice segue into talking to someone is to compliment or highlight something they're wearing Mm -hmm. um, and then go from there, honestly. And I feel that just like breaks down the barriers a little bit. Also, it's for for gay people. I'm like, then you can kind of get the temperature checked. And it makes it feel even more safe. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Um, so today we're talking about how M is for Marvel. Um, I knew that you would be perfect for this because of what we talked about at that little event. Um, but what was your like first exposure to Marvel? Do you remember like seeing it for the first time, or were you like a comic book versus like movie type of person? Yeah, my first foray into Marvel was specifically the X-Men animated series, the 90s Ooh. one with the mm-hmm. most iconic intro theme song. And I was always attracted to Storm. Just <gasps> yeah. right off the bat, Storm had the best outfit, the best powers, and she spoke. I kind of thought she was British just by the way she was speaking, but I didn't know. <laughs> she just had this really non-American accent that I was super, super drawn to. Mm-hmm. And that was my kickstart into the Marvel universe. And to see it where it is now is pretty insane. I know. It's it's pretty wild. I Like, literally, it's called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it 100% is a universe that I feel like you need a spaceship to get to. Definitely. Um, I think my first, uh, so I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder when it came to Marvel up until maybe like two, like two years ago. Um, Two years ago. That's so recent. I know. And I certainly made up for lost time. Um, But oh boy, um, my boyfriend was really into Marvel, really into it. And 
he was like, I was like, uh, like, let me see what this Marvel thing is. I like you, so I might as well see what you like. Yes, I guess I got to learn your interests so we can bond exactly. over something. So I was like, what? where's like a good place for me to start? Because I feel like uh, like with people wanting to get into Marvel now, it's kind of, there's kind of like a barrier of like getting into because there's so much of it and it's all like intertwined. And he told me, oh, let's put on um, Infinity War, the Avengers Infinity War, because kind of like everyone's there. Mm-hmm. You kind of learn about everyone, and then there's like this cool story. And I was like, sure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Immediately hooked because um, one of the first things you see on screen is Elizabeth Olsen doing like a huge backbend. And I'm like, okay, oh, yes. I'm here for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm here for this. You started with Infinity War? Yeah, I started with Infinity War, which um, in retrospect is bold and. Um, is like kind of diving head first into like an ice bath or an ice lake rather. Um, but then I was so obsessed with it um, that the next day, um, this was like maybe like a month or two after Endgame had come out. I had him drive me and drop me off at the uh, movie theater on his way to work. It was like a mm-hmm. Tuesday afternoon. It was like me and one other person in the theater watching Endgame because everyone had already done it. Oh. And I was just like, what is this? And then I've been hooked, truly hooked ever since. And I credit it all to Elizabeth Olsen. Lovely. Welcome to the club. She is honestly one of the highlights of the <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I feel if you haven't talked about Elizabeth Olsen through your alphabet already, you should put mm-hmm. her on the list. Oh, we're getting there. We're definitely getting there. I did briefly talk about her on my episode for um, uh, Lindsay Lohan, of all people. Um, it circled back to there, which, whatever. Um, but, um, so speaking of Elizabeth Olsen, do you have, like, a favorite or and, like, least favorite, like, Marvel character? Are we, think, are we saying Marvel as a whole or Marvel Ooh. as in the cinematic universe? You know what? Let, let's... Um, I'll let you do a Kevin's choice there of where you want to go. Oh my goodness, a choice. I love choosing. I love, Ah. thank you for giving me that consent to choose. We love, (laughs) I think, because sometimes like the MCU has definitely influenced who I do like. For Mm -hmm. since we are on Elizabeth Olsen, she, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, she is, in my personal opinion, my favorite character of the MCU, seeing her entire journey. And I do believe Elizabeth Olsen brought this with her natural raw talent she brought something to this fantasy world that i'm like it, oh, yeah. it's extremely grounded so mm-hmm. her journey has been really cool to watch so yeah wanda or the scarlet witch is my favorite within the mcu and mm-hmm. then specifically for just in general i have a soft spot in my heart specifically for storm and mm-hmm. a little bit of jubilee so yeah there's a theme of like strong women Yep, of yep, who I'm yep. choosing. Yeah, in my first episode, uh, my best friend um, James uh, talks about how much he loves Jubilee. Um, she's just like a constant through through a lot of like gay people's like uh, superhero yes. life. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite. So my favorite is Scarlet Witch. Um, I tend to be gravitated, like you said, to like the women in um, the MCU, and I'm going specifically off of like the cinematic universe. One, because that's what I've seen. And two, I'm just obsessed with actresses. Um, Mm -hmm. So I love her. Um, Yeah, she's definitely my favorite. My least favorite 
is maybe just like as a franchise, I struggle with Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm having trouble. I've always had trouble getting into it. Um, I think it's because it might be a little like too bro-y for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that like Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, Chris Pratt vibe. That, that type of totally humor. my vibe. Um mm-hmm. So maybe like um yeah th- that Chris Pratt character is not like my fave. Yeah, and it's also hard to so to counter that Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy the Volume Two is one of my favorites within the mm. MCU. I think it's just because it's they brought they brought in a lot more women like Mantis and like they really mm-hmm. propelled Nebula's storyline and Gamora yeah, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know like. There's a something campy about it, and it really turned the Mar- like the Marvel universe uh, on its head, specifically in tone of just being a straight out bonkers comedy that doesn't necessarily have to make sense. Yeah, and yeah, but it's definitely not gay. I feel it does come out <laughs> no. <up> more broy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, what do you think is like the gayest Marvel um, either franchise moment thing in in the universe? Oh. Anytime they're there. Oh, gayest moment. Captain America, the first one, <laughs> when he finally got injected with that serum and then, and then he rises and there's smoke and he's oily. And mm-hmm. then um, she like reaches out and actually touches him. I feel that's what every gay guy would do. He was like a go-go <laughs> dancer that you just want to put a dollar in and you just like, yes. it's like your first time. Gay yes. moment. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's, I, I, I mean, the whole uh, America's ass thing just really, I feel like, encapsulates um, the the gayness of Captain America. Um, he's so, like, classically handsome. He seems very nice. He did go to my high school. Um, wow. Chris Evans did. Uh, went to Lincoln Subway Regional High School. And that ass. And, and that ass. And um, his sister, Carly Evans, was my drama teacher and English teacher. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen so, that ass in person? I have not seen it in person, um, but there's been like whispers of like Chris Evans is in town. Have you seen Chris Evans at like the local Dunkin' Donuts? He was there yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I would go to Dunkin' <laughs> yeah. Donuts and just wait for him. Yeah, what's cool is the they're making the MCU more gay. And yeah. oh, another gay moment, mm-hmm. Endgame, when all of the women were protecting that little twink, Peter Parker. Yes. All of them came together and it was just this like badass moment of women. And that was another gay moment for myself. Yeah. There was definitely like a gay awakening of uh, Brie Larson coming in with that like chopped, like lesbian haircut. Yes. She was there to battle. (laughs) Yes. She was there to battle. She didn't need to put her hair in a pony. She said, no, short on the sides and swooped back. Here we go. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, I have a feeling that um, that uh, Captain Marvel, like, I, like that, that just seems very queer to me. Of like this, like badass strong woman. Um, there's like no men in that um, in in that um, movie really, except for Jude Law. Which I mean, hello, Jude Law. Yeah. Um, okay. And then like Samuel L. Jackson's like in it. Um, but. Yeah, love. I mean, I love Brie Larson. Brie Larson gets a lot of hate, which I personally don't understand. Um, I think she's a phenomenal actress. I was obsessed with her in Short Term 12 and in Room. She's an Oscar winner. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with Brie Larson. 
Here's a plot twist. I've only seen Brie Larson in Captain Marvel. I have not seen her in anything else. And I didn't know she was in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And, yes. it wasn't, and it wasn't until I just did like a deeper dive. Because when I, whenever they announce a cast member or a character, I do a little, I do a little YouTube search. Oh, and oh, just to course. find out what they've been up to. So, yeah, it's yeah, I do a very similar thing. Um, when I'm watching a movie, I'm, my boyfriend says I'm the worst person to watch a movie with because I'm either IMDBing every single actor that is on the screen or I go to their Wikipedia to see how many awards they won and what type of awards they've been nominated for, um, mm. which um, takes a lot of romanticism out of these <laughs> like cinematic pieces. But anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the Oscars conversation in a little bit. But so with talking about like queer Marvel, there's also, I feel like this culture right now of kind of this like um, antithesis to that where these like straight bro Marvel guys, specifically with like these new series that have come out, have been like really against like She-Hulk or like all these like women in mm-hmm. the MCU. And uh, you and I briefly talked about like representation at uh, like when we were talking earlier, and I would just love like your like take on like kind of representation in the MCU and what you think about it. Yeah, for me, I you can kind of tell within the phases how it got slowly more progressive, and obviously with this new phase of Phase Four, I feel they're just throwing everything against the wall. While it's still mm-hmm. a little um, not as in your face, I think it's glad that it's still at least baby steps or toddler steps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but if you do look at like representation, even throughout Infinity War, the first season, it's still very white. I yeah. mean, the only yep. one that we, that was obviously like in your face and way more representative of the world, I feel, was Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That was freaking yep. amazing. I feel I was actually like immersed in that world it was highlighting black culture african-american culture african Mm -hmm. culture and like you can tell that i guess kevin feige who's the like the head honcho of the series let ryan coogler bring this vision to life and i think also having people behind the scenes like someone like ryan coogler who is who knows that world and knows that culture and community can he knew what he was doing so and then to like having shang chi being directed by other Asian Americans, I think it's 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 high time that they have they're bringing to life all this amazing source material that has existed within the Marvel universe, like the comic books and source material. Yep. It's always been there, you know. So it's yeah. finally it's finally happening. Yeah, and I think it goes to show that like um, when you put people in charge who. Um, can tell these diverse stories authentically it's when you get like amazing results like black panther like there was so many oscar conversations around black panther like the first like marvel movie yep. to really do that because you had um people of color at the helm telling this story mm-hmm. that hadn't been told before so it's yes. like yeah of, of course like representation leads to success like not just like socially but also like extremely commercially yeah, ex- definitely. Black Panther reached like a billion dollars yeah. in the box office. It it really proves that there is money in telling diverse stories. And I I just welcome it all. It does feel overwhelming. However, it fits in line with the whole multiverse thing they're doing. And <laughs> yeah. I guess the multiverse is supposed to be very overwhelming. 
So mm-hmm. here we are. Here we are. <laughs> here we are. And I um I think we're living in in an interesting multiverse ourselves, but I would love to jump to another one to see what I would look like as a paint blob or as like a flower. Yeah. Um, or as a straight person. Ooh, I do not want to see that. Ooh, I do yeah, not want to see that. That's called a nightmare. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. You and me as straight people in another universe, it probably exists. What would it be? I don't know. My name would be Kevin Wynn. Who knows? Horrible. Horrible. At that point, I would probably just be a beautiful woman, which I guess I'd be fine with. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, okay, so diving into Marvel versus like the DC world. So um, I'm, I'm probably more of a Marvel-y person because my boyfriend's obsessed with mm-hmm. Marvel, but I also was really into that first Wonder Woman movie in like a big, big way. Ooh, and yes. so like, where do you stand on like the Marvel versus DC world? It's so crazy because I feel this, um, the verses didn't really exist until very recently when Marvel was mm-hmm. honestly dominating the box office. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't until they, I feel like once Justice League came out, it was this like extremely obvious, like, oh, we're trying to do Avengers versus right. Justice League thing. And then when Justice League failed tremendously, um that's when I feel everyone started taking sides, mm-hmm. you know? I am very much on your side where Wonder Woman saved it, the mm. first one. I do have thoughts about one, 1984, the, sec- the sequel. Yeah. But the first one, I was like, oh, it's, the, it's a very solid origin story. And um, it's just like also another female director, women-led, exactly. badass. Yep. It wasn't through this male gaze. It was just... She was also sexy and just like fighting Germans. It was just so awesome. And yeah, yeah. I still am team. And as a business, as a whole, mm-hmm. you can't like, no one can like knock what Kevin Feige and his team right. over at Marvel being purchased by Disney of all people. Like they are killing it as a business. Yeah. So they're like, I look up to them that way. So what, I don't know. What do you think? Do you straddle both? What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm like more Marvel-y. I think I find the Marvel movies a little um, more entertaining, personally, just from like a pure like entertainment perspective. Um, I'm trying to think of the DC movies I've seen. What the first one I saw was Man of Steel, um, which mm-hmm. he was a hottie, hottie, hottie. But I wanted um, to see more of his butt. Yes. Oh, you're a butt guy. Um. So I was a little, I was a little upset about that. Um, and then Wonder Woman is like consistently like my plane movie. Like anytime I'm on a plane, it's just like a great way to like pass mm-hmm. like a long amount of time. Um, oh, I, we did recently go to see Black Adam, um, which was okay. It was a little long. Okay. Um, 
and the rock there's a lot of close-ups um (laughs) a lot of close-ups of the rock a lot of close-ups of the rock and what i'm realizing is that dc loves uh slow-mo in a big way i feel like it's kind of like they're like defining thing as of late um which it's like cool to see in some things but then for like a really long movie slow-mo is the last thing i need um that's why the movie was so long because all of it was in (laughs) slow-mo at 120 frames per second adam (laughs) truly 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 um but I think what I'm just loving what Marvel's doing, especially with like the the television series and the and the diversity of story and casting and like the creative um, swings they're taking yeah. um, cinematically. I think are I think I'm I'm Team Marvel. But ooh, but also Suicide Squad's DC, right? Yes, yes, it is. Harlequin, Harlequin, I think she's badass. I loved her movies. I think there's something, there's something there. I personally think DC is doing very well with their standalone movies. I think they're, we can kind of just see that they're trying to copy and paste um, by making everything have this overarching arc. And Marvel has got that down to a T. So I feel DC has been, they're so good at so many other things and they have such a history of amazing mm. characters just delve into their characters. Have you watched any of the DC animated movies? Ooh, no. See, I'm not a big animated girl. Um, but uh I I I probably should. I mean, th- those um isn't Lady Gaga supposed to be Harlequin in an upcoming DC movie? Yes, I believe she is going to be Harlequin in the next Joker movie <gasps> wow so let's see that's gonna be gay you know the gays yeah. are gonna see that <laughs> i mean margot robbie really um i mean talk about male gays and female gays there um in the first suicide squad she was like this in like these like tight clothes and the short shorts and the the pigtails and was definitely like from the male gaze and then yes. when birds of prey came out and she was like the producing on it mm-hmm. um it, she just became this like multi-dimensional badass um, villain girl who um, just like I immediately fell in love with. And to me, Margot Robbie can do no wrong. And so I'm excited to like see her continue on in like that Harlequin world. Yeah, definitely. There's a video clip online specifically of Wonder Woman, the what the Amazons were wearing when it was directed mm-hmm. by Patty Jenkins, Jenkins a woman. Yeah. And then they did a side-by-side comparison of the Amazons when Zack Snyder directed them Mm. in Justice League. And it's like Mm. night and day. Zack Snyder's like male gaze (gasps) version is like them showing way more skin. Mm -hmm. It's like way more like sexier. And you can tell like it's like a a dude that was just like, yeah, hot women. As opposed to the other way where it was like highlighting and emphasizing strong, powerful women. And they don't need to be completely half naked. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I tried to get through that Zack Snyder um, Justice League. It was, it was. I mean, what's like five hours? It was very long. Yeah. But I did realize that when the Amazonians were fighting, and obviously they're like these badass women, it was a lot of like falling to the ground with the hair and like ah, uh, like like it was just like <laughs> oh no, very the sword's bad. just so big. I know, and I'm like, no, they would not put down a. They they would they would not do that. Like they would yes. d- defeat anyone in their path. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I love how we're talking so much about DC when it's the Marvel no. episode. <laughs> no. So so let's circle back to Marvel. Okay. Yes, bring so, it back. Bring it back. 
But speaking of like powerful women, like who do you think is like the most powerful Marvel character in the whole oh. thing? I'm going to answer the question and I'll go a little bit more into like what they've presented. Yeah. Uh, best, best female is still, or best character. What was the question again? Most powerful. Oh, most powerful. Yes. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Wanda. I think she is the most powerful. She can literally travel into the multiverse. She, her insane powers can like, crush she's gone head to head with thanos she Mm -hmm. can hold her own and um but i think they have said that the most powerful quote-unquote is captain marvel yeah well because she's like a planet right she's like a star i guess so she got her powers from the power stone or the space stone Mm -hmm. oh we're gonna have to look into that space stone tesseract stone it's coming to me so she's stoned. Um, I'm stoned right now. Um, yeah. So I believe she is quote unquote the most powerful. However, it's whenever you put these movies together, they there's like a lot of plot armor sometimes of mm-hmm. how one char- character survives yet another does not. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I think those are the correct takes. And I know like for a while it was like Thor was the most powerful because he was like this god. And mm-hmm. then Scarlet Witch came along. And of course, I- I'm obsessed in Infinity War when she like comes down and like ki- basically yes. like kills all like those monsters. And then um, that one character is like, why was she up there the whole time? And oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy, too, because it, like the Hulk is also bo- supposed to be like super powerful. Oh, yeah. And then now we have uh, Namor for- in Black Panther 2. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be like super powerful. So I don't know if there's if anyone goes head to head. I personally don't know who would win, honestly. But yeah, but I'll watch it. Oh, one hundred percent. I'll be first oh, in yeah. line. Oh yeah. So speaking of Namor, and um, really speaking of Namor, who mm-hmm. do you think is the cutest, either guy or girl, in the Marvel universe? Oh, the cutest. Like just like the cutest. as in oh the cutest. Oh the cutest is like <laughs> okay. There's two two that's come to mind. Cute. Cute, like Tom Holland, the little Twinkie Spider Man, so cute, mm, so yeah, cute. cute. Like, oh, like, come here, come here, cute little white boy. It's okay, don't worry. Oh, yeah, you have trauma. Oh, it's okay, don't worry. I'll hold you. And then I think yeah. the cutest is Sprite, who's in the Eternals. She's like this little <gasps> girl. She's like the little, little, little one. So I think she is quote unquote the cutest, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what about who you? do you think is like the hottie, hottie? Oh, wait, can I go back and change my answer to the cutest? Of course, of course. Um, Baby Groot. <laughs> Baby Groot is cute. Baby Groot is the cutest. So, yeah. yeah Which, um, I take back okay, wait, doesn't, so Vin Diesel voices Groot, is that who he does? Correct. Does he also do, like, Baby Groot? Yes, he does all of the Groots in all of the, the ages. Oh, my They just God, pitch it that... and tone it down. Wow, wow. What a gig to get. Thank you. There's no preparation. <laughs> There's no, like, do you think they, they hand him a script and say, okay, this is your line, and it's just I am yeah. Groot? But more importantly, I bet he has notes on it. Probably. He's Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, my Groot wouldn't say I am Groot here. 
he would say, but I feel like that's what Groot says, but then it's like his tone or intonation or the meaning yeah. behind it. Imagine Meryl Streep being Groot, delivering different lines of I am Groot. Powerful. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> she's she's female Groot. <laughs> she's female Groot. Hey, hey, he, a Vin Diesel, yeah. Meryl Streep on the same screen, but only via voices. I'm here for that. 100 all we need is little subtitles i'll, I'll do it yes. okay but then who do you think is like the hottie ah uh, i mean you said like chris chris any of the chrises minus chris pratt mm-hmm. chris hemsworth was number one for me for mm-hmm. a yeah. while there's just something about like that manly australian muscle god mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. is that does it for me um they're born differently there in australia it seems I think it's like the constant fear of being attacked by snakes is. Oh my god! Or like flying really spiders, like literally fear. Like no fat no, can stay on you. their body because it's all fear. Yeah, yeah. The fear just like keeps all of the weight off, and they're just sexy. Yeah. Plus that accent. Ugh. So yeah, I mean, so good, so good. Um. Well, another one. Oh, there's. I feel there's so many hotties. There's so many hotties, and yeah. so, I do feel the guy that plays Loki. Tom Hiddleston, he can be very sexy, very sexy mm-hmm. at times. And yeah. I'm very much attracted to that. The dad, <laughs> Shang-Chi's dad, <laughs> very sexy. Ooh, yeah, he is. He is. Very yes. sexy. Tony Tony Leung, he's very like, he's such a classically trained actor that mm-hmm. you know, like he just commands, he just has this dominance that's very, very attractive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I so my celebrity crush joined the MCU uh, recently. So mine is Oscar Isaac. Um, oh, and he was in Moon Knight. And oh mm-hmm. my god, if he is not so attractive, and also I have such like a talent crush on him, he did such great yes. work in that in that complicated little series. Um, I, I yeah, I, I'm probably just yes. team oscar isaac and then um yeah the guy who played namor i'm like here for it i'm like yes oh 100 his accent was so sexy i was there's just something that he really knew how to like command being both a king and being extremely vulnerable and mm-hmm. just creating this new character that is has been in like i think namor is like one of the oldest marvel characters uh, and properties. So yeah. for him to step into that role, I think there was a lot on his shoulders. So yeah, and Very I sexy. love the idea of having um, wings on my feet. I feel like I would get places quicker. It would be a cute little totally. accessory moment. Mm-hmm. Talking like just like swimming. Swimming is a great cardio. And talking <gasps> yeah. talking to fish and whales, giant whales, <laughs> just taking <Yes>. places. <laughs> definitely, I'm here for definitely. that. I like that. And um, I would. I'm totally fine with being around people who are blue. All the time. Exactly. Well, I feel like when you're in the water, you're not bloom. So we ain't going. Uh, yeah, I, that's true. That's I would true. not want to go on land either. We're horrible up here. <laughs> I know. I know. Let's yeah. let's just stay down where it's safe. Yeah. Um, the older I get, I understand. Yes, I understand Sebastian way better. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like Ariel. Why do you want to go up there? You have literally no she, voice up there. She's 16. She's 16. Yeah. She's a hot 16 year old. And she saw a cute boy. <laughs> her dad just doesn't get her. Also, King Triton. Mm. Side note. Here we mm. go. Mm. 
Here we go. <laughs> Daddy issues. Here we go. Um. So with so obviously there's like a lot of like Marvel being like cranked out. Like it seems kind of like clockwork. Um. There's some like upcoming Marvely things. Um. Are are you excited for like anything that's like coming up in the Marvel universe? Yeah, I told myself earlier. I told myself kind of after Thor, Love and Thunder that I wanted mm-hmm. a little pause. Yeah. And sometimes like Drag Race, they'll announce something <laughs> and it'll just bring me back in. And I'm like, no, I really wanted just like a little break. Mm-hmm. And I think it it was at the right time because I feel Marvel knew that maybe some of us or the community is getting a little fatigued because mm-hmm. it's just, it's starting to feel like homework. You have to watch yeah. the movies. And then you got to watch the Disney Plus stuff. Mm. And here are now these holiday specials. Here are a bunch of these new special presentations. Oh, and yeah. it's just getting overwhelming. However, when they rolled out the the rest of the phases, mm-hmm. I'm very much excited for how they're going to bring in the X-Men. And I'm yeah. very much, mm-hmm. when, when I saw the, I, I personally do like uh, Deadpool so the fact that they're bringing Deadpool plus yeah. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, I'm like, ah, uh, they're bringing it back. I mean, are you excited for anything? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for where the Marvels is going to end up. Um, uh, yet, yet again, I love Brie Larson. I was really into Miss Marvel, the series. I thought that was really good. Lovely. I love Tiana Paris in um, WandaVision, and she's going to be in that. Um, so I'm excited to see that. And then I know this is technically like, I guess it's Sony, but this whole Madam Web thing with Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney, I'm just really interested to see like what that looks like. Yeah, I feel we're really going into, because I don't know if Spider-Man, they finished out the th- like the three, the trilogy for Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the yeah. MCU. I wonder how they're going, how Sony is going to be able to do Spider-Man. I know. You know and if that's going to create any confusion. So I'm unsure what's what's within the MCU versus and like it just sucks that these properties we finally got the X Men and mm-hmm. Fantastic Four into the MCU and Spider Man technically it's unknown because he's with Sony. Why do I know so much about this? It's very confusing. <laughs> the business. I need a life. I need a life or a boyfriend. I need one of those. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, Kevin, are you ready for a little bit of a game? Always. Okay, cute. So, this game I've created is called Marvelous Mrs. Marvel. And so, in my research of Marvel, I came across that there are 22 Oscar-winning actors and actresses who have been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to provide an additional Oscar-winning actress, specifically, and we have to decide what type of Marvel character they'd be, what powers we want them to be, or like where they fit in the universe itself. You game? Lovely. I'm I'm game. I'm game. Okay, cute. Wait, question. Oh yes. Can they replace a role that's already existed? Let's do or... it. Let's do it up. They have okay. an Oscar. They can cool. do whatever they want. Yeah, it's the multiverse. There could be another person. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here, I'm here for that. Okay. So yeah. we briefly talked about this earlier. Meryl Streep. Hmm. We're still thinking uh, Mrs. Groot. Okay. That, because I I think that one, for marketing, and two, the paycheck would be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. 
Um, she could be the the Madam Web, personally, because she's supposed to be like this all-knowing, multiversal um, character that knows all the different Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. So she would be, she fairly be very badass. And I, I can also see her being like a god of some sort. <gasps> oh, that's good. That's good. Yes. Yeah, I could yes. see her being like um, in Eternals, like that origin source. I could just see yes. that being Meryl Streep because I believe Meryl Streep is the origin for all of us. Definitely. Okay. We all come from her. <laughs> yes. We if, if we all go far back enough, um, the top of the family tree is just Meryl Streep. Um, okay, moving on to Francis McDormand. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bold, okay. bold actress. Okay. She would be somewhere in Eternals mm-hmm. because I know she worked with that director. Oh yeah, with Chloe Zhao. Okay, that that's I see her being somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and she has this like motherly figure. Yeah, yeah, that's like that could be damaged and like wanting revenge of some sort. Ooh. So I see her as a villain. I see her as a villain somewhere. Yeah, I see her. I see her either as like yeah, like a villain or like this like mysterious matriarch i think in like the black widow universe she would be amazing if she was like the head of like, Ooh. All the black i can 100 percent see that yeah like she's not taking shit from anyone she can finally do the russian accent justice yeah because apparently everyone had like a different eastern <laughs> european accent in that oh, i personally cannot tell yeah but yeah yeah oh i'm sure i also could not tell i was too busy focused on rachel vice and florence Pugh and they're perfectly like a styled hair with a little bit of wispiness can we give can we give honor can we honor that like <laughs> do you feel black widow was a really good movie because i feel like i'm no standalone person that actually enjoyed black widow oh i Thoughts? loved it we were talking, okay. me and my boyfriend were talking about how Black Widow would make a fantastic television series of like this Academy of Black Widows. And yes. like, um, I loved all the performances in it. I'm obsessed with Rachel Weiss. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. An Academy Award winning actress. Um, I thought it was great. I thought, I thought the stunts were really creative. Um, Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson got like her like, final story in like this uh, well-deserved way i thought it was great yeah same agreed cute cute all right next oscar winner we have jennifer hudson oh i thought you were gonna say jennifer lawrence <laughs> <laughs> jennifer hudson mm-hmm. dang i'm gonna go out on a um and there's another multiverse where everyone sings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a, there's a multiverse where there's a Marvel movie that's a musical. Uh-huh. I'm so into that. I know there's a character where they can like use their voice. Either they can like scream, they're very very mm-hmm. powerful with their their voice. Yep. She I feel there's something there that she can um potentially play. Yeah. And if she was gonna play i don't know who could she, she who she could replace at yeah. this current time i don't know if she could replace anyone she's kind of like a standalone entity especially with that singing yes. voice i think like yes. yeah like a singing mutant in the x-men would be great definitely i see yeah. that great um okay uh then we have Whoopi goldberg <laughs> okay i want Whoopi to go straight up comedy 
So I feel she'd either be somewhere like something that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, <laughs> where like there's a, there's a lot of that within like Thor because mm-hmm. now like Taika Waititi has really done this amazing job of like making it like this insane comedy where nothing makes sense. Yeah. I feel Whoopi would uh the way that they did Jeff Goldblum yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. the grandmaster just it's like he's playing this elevated version of himself. Yep. That's what Whoopi would play. And yep. she would be like a god or a ruler of a kingdom somewhere. Yeah, I think so. I feel like she would kind of be like the Taika Waititi version of like Angela Bassett's character in Black Panther for like another world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but straight up comedy. Who knows? Yes. Who knows? Yeah. Like a straight up like farce um, Marvel movie would be amazing. Yes, I would love that. (laughs) All right. And then last one, we're going with a Kevin's choice. So pick any, I I say Oscar winning actress, but you can pick whoever you want um, that you would want to see in the Marvel universe. Any Oscar winning actress that's not already in the, um, does Emily Blunt, did she? She doesn't, but she would be amazing in it. Oh my goodness. She's supposed to be. She originally she was supposed to be Black Widow. Mm-hmm. There was this yep. whole yep. thing. She's supposed to be Black Widow originally. Um, an Oscar-winning actress. I nothing's. I cannot. It's one of those things when you're like put on the spot. I know, and you're I know. Just like your your brain is like trying to go. I'm like, oh no. Well, we can open it up. It doesn't have to be Oscar-winning. We can open it up to just an amazing actress that you would want to see in the world. Oh, I think it would be so funny to have Ali Wong, yeah. <laughs> the comedian, be yeah. something. She could be Mantis's sister mm-hmm. or like another Mantis-like character, just being <laughs> extremely awkward, extremely funny. Mm-hmm. And I just that I feel Ali Wong would would kill it in I, the MCU. I think that's fantastic. I mean, I, I, I you know, like she would have all those like classic comedy bits that would all become memes yes 100 percent. like she she i feel she needs to be an alien of some sort or some like a rag t- <laughs> like her and <laughs> who is the it's it's blow it's uh i could see her being like the sidekick to a cop or something Ooh. or a detective within it so yeah i'm into that i'm into that video. yeah yeah like yeah. truly like the um but um bump to like the punchline to mm-hmm. everyone's setups. I'm into that. Definitely. Love. Yeah. Love. Or female Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Work. We need a female in another universe. Yes. There is a female Deadpool, honestly. Perfect. Well, Kevin, you obviously crushed that game. Um I think that um we should go to Kevin Feige and pitch all of these specifically uh jennifer hudson multiverse broadway musical <laughs> definitely i believe he listens to this podcast so he's probably taking notes and hey, if we you see know a marvel musical you know where it came from let's do it i wouldn't be surprised if on broadway in like 10 years there was a marvel yeah. musical um okay so we are wrapping up but um as uh, always goes on this podcast, I have a segment where I ask our guests what they're obsessed with in a segment called Guest Obsessed. So, Kevin, what have you been obsessed with recently? I have been obsessed with really short shorts, um, yeah. specifically trying to find 
the the best um deal for them because <laughs> why are like any shorts that are below five inches, mm-hmm. which is the shorts that I want to wear and only wear, mm-hmm. why are they so expensive? I know, I know. I I'm currently wearing like some TJ Maxi shorts that I've rolled to an inch of my life. Um, but then yes. I don't want the bulkiness. So yeah, I understand that. Exactly. The things we do for shorter shorts. And I've tried to cut them and like, it's just some don't land the right way. I know. And I feel like I'm wasting fabric, but I'm just trying to find the right, the right short shorts right now. That's what I'm obsessed with. Well, if anyone listening has a hookup at a short shorts company, let us know. You let me know. <laughs> a short shorts for short guys. Cause sometimes they just don't work the same way you know i'm not six feet tall oh but in your in 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 your presence you are in my head oh yeah i got six feet tall energy thank you thank you adam (laughs) are you obsessed with anything what am i obsessed with recently wow no one turns the table on me um i'm currently obsessed with um i was doing research for my next podcast or one of my next podcasts about oscar snubs and so i've really dived deeper and deeper and deeper into the Oscars. Um, I'm just really obsessed with like all the movies that have come out recently and like what, who's going to be nominated for what and what I think is going to win. That's kind of like what I've been really diving deep into and therefore just Michelle Yeoh. Yes. Oh, if that movie and her are not nominated for the 2023, like Academy Awards, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we would do. I'm, I'm, if that doesn't happen, I'm going to a different multiverse. 100%. Yeah. Great. I'll see you there. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, we'll both be women. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank God. Well, Kevin, I do want to thank you for coming on this podcast. This is very nice of you. Um, and uh, before we go, um, do you have any like social media or anything you want to promote? Yeah, I'd love it if anyone, if you're out there and you, you vibe with what we talked about, uh, follow me on YouTube, that Level 4 Alpha uh, just fun, bite-sized pieces of like really gay content. The the memes you post are so funny. Um, I'm <laughs> always you. like sending them to like every person in my friend group who they apply to. <laughs> um, it's definitely everyone should follow if you don't already follow. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on. And for anyone listening, uh, make sure to follow this podcast on Instagram and TikTok at omdqpod. That's OMDQ pod. And let us know in the comments what you're obsessed with. Also, feel free to leave a rating and review on anywhere you get your podcasts because it really helps us out. All right, Kevin. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye.